Welcome to the Be Gal Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gallier. And on today's episode, we're giving week nine picks against the spread for the NFL. Uh, just me this week, no guest. Um, been pretty busy the last couple weeks, so I haven't really been getting people to come on. But um, last week, I think we went eight and eight. Um, kind of a weird week. Um, a lot of things like the Patriots uh, kind of blew it last week. Uh, the Chargers lost on a last second field goal who I liked last week, or actually, no, I'm sorry, not a last second field goal. They dropped the ball in the end zone. Uh, They threw two fades at the end of the game, which I don't really understand why people do this. I don't understand why teams do this. They decide to throw fades as, like, the last resort, which it's a very unlikely play. I get they have Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Mike Williams is a baller. You know, he's a big, big body wide receiver. get, Get up and go get the football. But, like, I just don't like that as your desperation play to win the game. And they ran it twice in a row and still didn't get it. Didn't really make a lot of sense to me, but it is what it is. Uh, the Texans blew it at the end of the game last week. So I actually, or I was 7-7 seven seven last week. But, you know, overall not bad. Pretty pretty average week for myself. But anytime you're not losing money, I guess it's good. So um, overall record is 76-55. and 55. Um Unfortunately, last night I couldn't get the picks out. Uh, I just had some things going on. I wasn't able to record last night. But the Colts and the t- uh, the the Titans played, and uh, I took the Titans. Unfortunately, they lost. Uh, they got, actually got pretty embarrassed by the, the Colts last night. So I'm starting the week off 0 and 1. Um, but let's get into the picks. So first off, we got the first game. On Sunday, 1 o'clock games, we got the Texans and the Browns. The Browns are a three-point favorite. I just don't think the Browns are really playing good football right now. Um, A lot of people were saying, oh, the Browns are going to be better without Odell Beckham, which, first off, that just literally makes no sense. You're taking one of the best wide receivers off the field, giving... Uh, taking pressure off of Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, uh, takes pressure off the run game with uh, Kareem Hunt. It looks like Nick Chubb's going to come back for this game, but how healthy is Nick Chubb right now? Th- nobody really knows. So, um, you know, he's been practicing. He's been doing individual drills last couple of days in practice, took a knee brace off. So I think it's pretty optimistic he will play. But it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what how big of a role he has this week. Uh, for the Texans, uh, Deshaun Watson's been balling out. Um, if he doesn't ball out, this team has no shot. It's just really what it is. The Texans' defense isn't very good. They gave up a lot of points to a rookie quarterback who was making his debut, uh, Justin Luton, uh, who actually played pretty well for the Jaguars. I actually was very impressed in the way he played uh, last week. But going along with this game, I think the difference maker is who who can make the least mistakes. And uh, the way Baker Mayfield's played this year uh, doesn't inspire a lot of confidence that he could avoid mistakes. So I like the Texans at plus three here. Um, I think Deshaun Watson's going to keep carrying the Texans on his back like he has done the whole season. Moving along here, we got the Washington football team versus the Detroit Lions. Now for the football team, uh, Kyle Allen. Uh, was injured last game against the New York Giants. So he looks like he's going to be out for an extended period of time. Now for the Lions. Lions um, played okay. They got they actually got ran all over by the uh, Vikings and Dalvin Cook. Um, Alex Smith didn't look good when he came in the game for the Washington football team. He threw three interceptions, which is not good. 
uh, especially two in, in the fourth quarter. Actually, the Giants got lucky. They actually came out and actually won that game. Um, I really don't know how this game's going to go. I would not bet on this game, but I'm going to take Detroit here. I think uh, Matthew Stafford and that Detroit offense is just going to figure it out. Um, Washington's defense really hasn't played played great. Obviously, they have a really good run-stopping defense. Uh, they have some really good players on that side of the ball. Their front, front four is pretty one probably one of the, the best in the league, honestly, as it, as it comes to a talent perspective. But, you know, I think the Lions are going to kind of figure it out. I know they're playing without Kenny Galladay, but I think they're going to figure it out here, and I, I'll take them at uh, minus four and a half. Now we got the Packers and the Jags. Uh, Packers are a 13 and a half point favorite. Uh, I do not like high spreads. As you guys know, I don't bet high spreads. Uh, I just think it's too hard. And it's not like the Packers are playing the Jets, for God's sakes. Like, Jaguars are a pretty competent team, especially on the offensive side of the ball. James Robinson's been an absolute stud this year. Um, the way he's, you know, came in as an undrafted uh, rookie free agent and, you know, made made the Jaguars. And he's been really carrying their offense, uh, especially with, with Gardner Minshew and the way he's been playing this year. He hasn't been playing very well. Uh, he's actually hurt right now. So they, like I mentioned before, they have a sixth-round pick uh, rookie quarterback in um, Justin Luton. So it's going to be interesting. Or Jake Luton. I'm sorry. Jake Luton is his name. Um, played pretty well last week. Um, I, I think that the Packers are home. Aaron Rodgers playing probably some of the best ball he's been played in, in probably two or three years. Um, he's just throwing the ball. Devontae Adams is a stud on the outside. Um, I like the Jags to cover here. And here's why I think they're off. They're going to have to score a lot of points like they did against the Texans. Packers defense really isn't that good, especially the run defense. I think James Robinson has a good game in this one. I think that um, this game's going to be a little bit closer than, than it, it should be, but I'm going to take the Jags at plus 13 and a half. We got the Giants and the Eagles. Um, Giants have been playing better of late. Uh, should have beat the Buccaneers. Daniel Jones has been very up and down, hasn't really improved this year. And uh, it's very alarming because they they really realistically it should be either uh, five and four, four and five, somewhere in that ball range, and they're two and seven. And for a guy who's supposed to be the franchise quarterback or supposed to be the guy uh, as the Giants want him to be, it just hasn't happened. You know, uh, the offensive line you can't really blame it on the offensive line. The offensive line's been playing pretty well. Um, it, it's actually unfortunate that Saquon Barkley got hurt because I would love to see what he would have done the last couple weeks because they just been the, uh, the run game's been awesome. Wayne Gallman's been running really well. Alfred Morris was resurrected last week. He had a great, great day on the ground, um, had some really nice runs. Uh, I just think that the Giants really need to, to you know, execute on offense. They got to put points on the board. They can't they can't flutter out in the red zone, especially against good teams. Not saying that Philadelphia is a good team, but they're getting healthy at the right time. Looks like Miles Sanders is going to play in this game. Jalen Rager's back. Maybe Alshon Jeffrey comes back this week. Um, it's going to be interesting. Um, I I still like the Giants here at plus three and a half. I think that the Eagles and Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz has just been an absolute train wreck. He can't. He's like Daniel Jones. They just can't. Both of these quarterbacks can't take care of the ball. So it could be a very big defensive game. Um, I think that the Eagles defense has the edge there. But I think it's just going to be a really crappy game. It's just going to be a really ugly game. And I 
the Eagles will probably win the game outright, but I think the Giants cover the three and a half. Uh, moving along here, we got the Bucks and the Panthers. The Panthers got a gift back for about one game. Uh, Chris McCaffrey came back last week off the high ankle sprain, played very well until the end of the game where he got he got kind of crunched up on and he hurt his shoulder so he's been ruled out for this game unfortunately for fantasy owners like myself who have christian mccaffrey it's mike davis season um for now but the buccaneers got absolutely embarrassed on uh on uh sunday night football just got absolutely embarrassed um it's gonna be interesting to see usually when tom brady gets embarrassed and he has a bad game he usually comes back very well. He usually comes back, has a really good game the next game. Uh, the Bucks are a five-and-a-half-point favorite here. I've been betting the Panthers a lot this year to cover spreads. Um, I know I had them against uh, the Chiefs last week at 10-and-a-half. They won that. I know they had them early in the year against the Saints at 7-and-a-half. Uh, they hit that. But the way the Bucks have been playing has just been so horrendous. Tom Brady, the one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, is not going to continue his lackluster play, especially with the weapons they have. Obviously, they just they signed Antonio Brown. Uh, Chris Godwin's back off the finger injury. Uh, Mike Evans is still, you know, still there. Um, Gronkowski's starting to get back into shape and back into football. I just think that the Buccaneers need to have a statement game against the the Carolina Panthers, and I think they need to, to come out and show everybody, you know, you guys thought we were the favorite after we kicked Green Bay's ass. Now we got to come back and kick somebody else's ass. I think I think the Bucks are going to cover the spread here at five and a half. Now we got a pretty interesting game. We got an AFC West matchup: uh, the Broncos versus the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders had very very narrowly escaped the Chargers and my guy Justin Herbert last week. Um, and now for the Broncos. The Broncos have been playing better of late. They they shocked uh, the Chargers two weeks ago where they had no business probably winning that game. Uh, but the Chargers let them back in it. And Drew Locke made some plays, man. Drew Locke is uh, – I, I don't really know about Drew Locke yet. I really don't. Um, you know, he, he had a nice comeback the other night. Uh, he almost had a pretty good comeback uh, against the – well, he had a good comeback against the Chargers. But he also had a good comeback uh, against the, the Falcons. But the Falcons, you know – we're able to put it away, and um, it was interesting to see. Now, on the flip side, you know, the Raiders, the Raiders, the Raiders are going to want to run the ball. Uh, Derek Carr is going to go out there and not make mistakes and, um, you know, uh, take those deep shots when they're there. But, you know, I like I like the Raiders in this matchup. I think that they have a distinct advantage um, on the offensive side of the ball. I think that the Raiders have the better offense. Um the Broncos, I think, are just like a young, upcoming team. They're very young. I think they're trying to find their way. They're going to be a little inconsistent at times. But I, I do like I do like the Raiders in this matchup at minus four and a half. Now we got the Chargers and the Dolphins. These are been the two teams I've been talking up all year. Justin Herbert and Brian Flores. Brian Flores, obviously the coach for the Miami Dolphins, who's been an absolute surprise. They've been a pleasant surprise. Uh, I believe they're five and three now, or actually probably six and three now. I think they're six and three now. No, five and three because they had the bye. Five and three because they had the bye. Um, they just been awesome. They had a really nice win against the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray the other night um, last Sunday. I think that the Chargers, the Chargers are probably the best two and six team I've ever seen. 
Maybe not ever. But, like, they just find ways to lose. And it's just really frustrating. Because I want, I want, like, I want Justin Herbert to be good. I want him to have a lot of success. I just love the kid. And it was funny. So, I was talking to a couple of my buddies uh, probably about two weeks ago. Or probably about two weeks ago. And saying, like, man, I really want a Justin Herbert on the Giants. And they're like, oh, you're just saying that because he's good now. And I'm like, no, like, I really did. And I, I was trying to go back and find some tweets about how, you know, um, when the Giants were going out there to scout him and all this other stuff. And I was hoping he came out. That was the same year that Daniel Jones, the draft Daniel Jones. But Justin Herbert didn't come out. He stayed for his senior year at Oregon. So I was going through some Instagram. I was I saved some videos on there. So I was going through there. And uh, it came to a thing. It was like, hey, this duo could be special. And it was Justin Herbert and Saquon Barkley. And I was watching the video. I'm like, I, I, I want to rub it in my friend's face. Like, see, I told you. I've been on this guy for two years. Actually, three years. All right? But, you know, I just think that... In this matchup, it's going to be interesting because the Dolphins have really, really good defense. But just came out yesterday, Christian Wilkins and Kyle Van Noy are on the COVID list right now. So I'm not sure if they were going to play. I made these picks yesterday anyway. I just think that um, to his third start, he may struggle. Um, not not saying that the the Chargers are good good defense or anything. They have some pretty solid pass rushers. Looks like Joey Bosa will be back in this game. But I just like the Chargers in this matchup. I think the Chargers have something to prove here. Uh, lost two close games, uh, two weeks in a row, and uh, and more close games throughout the season. But it's going to be a battle between the rookie quarterbacks. Uh, I think Justin Herbert has something to prove here. Maybe that the Dolphins passed on, you know, best quarterback in this draft class. Um, I like the Chargers at plus two and a half. Moving along here, this is probably one of the – probably one of the better games of the week here we got the bills we got the bills and the cardinals bills cardinals uh buffalo is a one and a half point favorite so it's going to be interesting to see here now the bills absolutely thrashed thrashed the seattle seahawks who obviously don't have a good defense but josh allen played one of his best games of the year played awesome and he was struggling the last couple weeks up to this game so it was really important that josh allen kind of came out and did what he had to do now on the flip side uh kyler murray played a really awesome game against uh the dolphins but you know they ended up coming up coming up short against the dolphins and uh that that great brian flores defense um i think that the way buffalo is playing right now i think they have the edge and i like them at plus one and a half here i think that josh allen is going to continue strong play they need to find a run game though that's their problem if they can find a run game outside of josh allen i think this team could be really scary especially if the defense starts stepping up and starts playing the way they're capable of playing it's going to be a really tough out especially in the playoffs but josh allen needs to continue to play well seattle and the rams uh the rams are actually a one and a half point favorite here and you know here's the thing I like the Rams, but sometimes their offense gets a little inconsistent. But Seattle's offense is so explosive, but their defense stinks. I think this game's going to be really interesting. Obviously, you know, it's a division divisional game here. Uh, has a lot to stake because, you know, the Rams could rattle off a couple wins here. They're, they're right back in the hunt. Right back in the hunt in the playoff race. 
Um, I think that Seattle needs to needs to find their way defensively. I know they they traded for Carlos Dunlap. I'm not sure if he's going to play this week. I, I, I imagine he probably will. I don't know if there's anything with the COVID restrictions and stuff, or when he could get on the practice field and everything like that. But they need they need reinforcements fast because this defense is atrocious. It's absolutely atrocious. But you know, I'm going to go with the MVP favorite here. I, I like Seattle plus one and a half here. Uh, 49ers Saints, 49ers, uh, obviously their whole, literally their whole team is like injured and I, I, it's crazy how, how bad the injury bug has hit them this year. You know, one year removed from going to the Super Bowl and losing the Super Bowl and, you know, kind of a, a demoralizing fashion, um, they, Nick Mullins is playing quarterback, uh, Jarek McKinnon, who's had a pretty solid season, um. He's the running back here, but they their two their two best receivers are uh, Brandon Ayuk, who's a rookie, he's absolute really nice rookie from uh, Arizona State, and Kendrick Bourne, and don't forget Richie James, who's who had over like what was it? They he had over 150 yards receiving, I believe, last week. Just an absolute stellar game. But I I just think that, and then on the flip side, the Saints absolutely destroyed and came out on fire on the road against the Buccaneers team, which is one of the best teams in the, in the NFC. Um, it's kind of a high spread. Uh, Saints are a nine and a half point favorite, but I just don't have a lot of confidence in Nick Mullins right now or this, the San Francisco defense. Uh, I just think they're too banged up. Um, I think that the 49ers playing catch up the entire game. Um, I don't like it, but I'm going to take the Saints. I'm going to take the Saints here. Plus uh, a minus nine and a half. I think they they roll at home. But it wouldn't surprise me if the 49ers come out and play well, a, bit, a good game. It wouldn't surprise me. But I'm sticking with my pick. I'm going with the Saints. Now we got the Bengals and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Bengals coming off the bye. Um, they've been playing well. Joe Burrow. Uh, I, I love Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is just an awesome kid to watch. Um now, if they could protect him a little bit, um, I think he would be having an even better year, more like a Justin Herbert type year than what he is having right now. And he's having a fine year. He's doing great. He really is. But I would like I would like to see Joe Burrow step up in a big game against a good team like the Pittsburgh Steelers and see what he has to offer. Uh, on the flip side, the Pittsburgh Steelers, they've been very inconsistent. Uh, big Ben's on the COVID list, so it's going to be interesting to see where, if he's going to play. I think he probably will play in this game, but if he doesn't play, I think I love the Bengals here. If he does, if Big Ben does not play, I love the Bengals at plus seven, but if Big Ben plays, love, uh, I don't love it, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Here's the thing though. Pittsburgh's defense is stellar. It's unbelievable. Obviously, they haven't lost a game all year. But here's the thing. The offense is very inconsistent. Look what they did. Against, they, they only scored 13 points in the first half against the Cowboys. The Cowboys. The Cleveland Browns. I know they had their full healthy offense, though. Scored 52. 52 against the Cowboys. You know, I just don't understand why. I, I don't know if Pittsburgh was just sleepwalking. They thought they were going to come in, just beat them, get out. I'm not sure. But they need to come in, ready to go, to play this Bengals team. Because this Bengals team is not bad. They have a good offense. So the defense needs to play well. Now, on the flip side, Cleveland's or uh, Cincinnati's defense isn't very good. So they need to come out 
and just either run the ball down their throat, throw it all over the field, do whatever they got to do to manufacture points. But as of right now, I like Pittsburgh at minus seven. But Ben does not play all uh, Moving along here, we got two games left. We got the Baltimore Ravens and the, and the Patriots. Uh, Ravens are a seven-point favorite. Both of these teams are very underwhelming, in my opinion. Uh, obviously, you were like, well, well be out. The, the Ravens have only lost two games. Yeah, but they haven't looked good all year, in my opinion, except when they played week one against the Browns. Uh, Baltimore, it's Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson just hasn't played well. Um, I, I heard some criticism from Lamar this week about the play calling. Uh, he's saying, hey, um, they know all of our plays. Well, not really on Lamar, but Lamar doesn't really take any shots on the field. I think they're they're hiding his 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 weaknesses and and his skill sets of what he doesn't do well. And I think that's very troubling for the Ravens. I think they need to open up the playbook, let Lamar throw the ball down the field because Lamar can't run twenty times a game, especially if they have a spy on or something of that nature. I think the Ravens are getting figured out a little bit here, or not a little bit, a lot of it, and it's very concerning. If you're a Baltimore Ravens fan, because this team should be a lot better than a lot better than what they were, especially the way Lamar's playing. He's turning over the ball a lot. He needs to play well. So I think they need to open up the playbook, get Hollywood Brown in the mix, Mark Andrews in the mix, who have been two very underwhelming players this year. We were supposed to make a big leap this year, especially Mark. Mark Andrews was one of the top tight ends last year. So it's gonna it's gonna be tough to see what happens. But uh, on the Patriots side. Cam Newton just doesn't look good. Ever since he got COVID, he has not looked good at all. And, you know, I like Cam Newton. I feel bad for Cam Newton. You know, he's had a lot of injuries um, that I think the shoulder has really derailed his career. Uh, He does not look good when he throws the football downfield. And it's just sad. You know, it's sad to see. But um, I just think that the Ravens are a more explosive team. I think they have the better defense. I just think they're the better team right now, and I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Ravens minus seven. And then the last game of the week, we got the Vikings and the Bears. Uh, the Vikings have been playing a lot better of late. I think strictly because they've been just strapping Dalvin Cook's been strapping the whole Vikings organization on his back and running for 80 yards, uh, for touchdowns for 80 yards like he did against the Lions. Um, he's just been unbelievable, man. He's he's I think he he's the best running back in the NFL right now. Uh, he's just unbelievable. The guy could catch out of the backfield. He 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 he's runs through holes hard. And he's just he's just so good. He's been playing so great right now. And then on the Bears, I'm done with the Bears. I'm freaking I'm freaking done with them. They stink. They're de- I feel bad for Cleo Mack. I really do. Eddie Jackson, Hakeem Hakeem Nicks, Hicks. Like these guys are busting their ass every week for this offense to be so putrid. And I, I I still will never understand how you pass up on Patrick Mahomes in the draft for Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky doesn't even start. Nick Foles has been stink. He stinks. He's so much better in a, a reliever role, and it doesn't even make sense. Like, I don't understand how you're better coming off the bench than, you know, knowing you're going to play, preparing for the game. Like, they should just do, hey, Mitch, you're going to start the game. All right, uh, when you start sucking, all right, bring in Nick Foles. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Now, the Vikings are only a two-and-a-half-point favorite, so you're like, wow, like, the Bears could cover that. Well, I thought the Bears could cover six against the Rams. Didn't do it. I thought they would cover six against the, uh, the Tennessee. 
And they didn't do that either. It's just like, ugh, they're just so frustrating. They're, they're really, they're on my done chain. I, I'm done chaining. I'm done with the Chicago Bears this season. Give me Minnesota. I know Kirk Cousins hasn't played good against the Bears, but I can't, I can't bet on the Bears. Watch, I know they'll come back and they'll bite me in the ass on this, but I'm taking the Vikings minus two and a half. All right. So those are week nine NFL picks against the spread. Um, you know, we've been doing pretty good so far this year. Uh, I think we're nine, plus 19 differential on the season. Um, well, actually, plus uh, uh, 21. Actually, 21, actually. I'm sorry. Plus 21. Actually, it's plus 20 now because I lost my first game. Uh, Carol, or, uh, the Colts last night. But... Um, Thank you for tuning into the picks. Um, sorry I didn't get those picks up last week for you guys. But, uh, you know, I'm going to keep grinding these out every week. Um, thank you all for tuning in. And uh, peace out.